Lights start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. This one covering Season 3, Episode 6, titled Off Brand. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck. And going around to the right, we have... My name is Michael Henley. I'm Samantha Russell. Oh, hi. I'm Brian Gray. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, the old crew back <laughs> together once again, just one week later. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we get to the show and first impressions of the episode, we did get a review. Hey. We did hey. We did get a review. Hey. And unlike the previous two that we've gotten, yes. uh, they were not... Uh, negative reviews. Okay. Uh, if anything, this there. one was more neutral. <laughs> because you see, what had happened was um, I had posted this episode. It ended up going up a little bit later than I expected because I uploaded it to reheated the leftovers podcast feed by accident. Ah. Uh, so if you are listening on iTunes, then you're that's that's the deal. That's what happened there. That's why it didn't pop. Into your um, into your iTunes subscription until a day or two later. Uh, I might not have found out if not for this reviewer, <laughs> oh, okay. because uh, C. L. Ravioli, who probably will not hear this because he doesn't listen to the podcast uh, and doesn't mm. watch the show. He is mm. a big fan of Reheated the Leftovers podcast <laughs> and the Leftovers show. Uh, but he very kindly submitted a review to us to let me know. That I fucked up <laughs> and submitted it to the wrong feed, uh, and while he was at it, rated us five stars. Oh, hey, all right. Yes. All right. So he's in the running for the t-shirt. He is in the running for the t-shirt. <laughs> hey, all right. And, uh, I'm ready for him. Uh, this is 33% chance. Yeah. <laughs> he had a will call McGill. I don't even know what yeah. this means. At this point, um, he may have an unofficial, a much higher chance. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, it's completely so, fair. Did he say that he doesn't watch Better Call Saul? Instead? Yes. Did he, he listen very, to the whole episode? He very specifically mm-hmm. uh, said that he does not watch it, that it mm-hmm. was a disappointment, mm-hmm. that it wasn't more leftovers podcast, mm-hmm. um, a special episode, um, but that he doesn't watch or listen to this uh, to this podcast. So that's a shame. But we might have turned him around. I don't know. I I was about to say, this reminds me of, like, you know, when I was a kid and, like, buying comic books left and right, and you're just like, wait a minute, this isn't an issue of Wolverine. This is more like the Avengers. Yeah. You know? like, And then all of a sudden, a couple months later, I'm buying an Avengers comic, you know? Or like the old old TV backdoor pilot. Yes, exactly. Mm, There Mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. Um, that's how you get them. That's what. That's it's a smart move on your just your the part. ten of us. Yeah. Yeah. We just, just <laughs> empty nested them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, NBC is. Uh, they did that a good yeah. good amount. ABC too. over the back door pilot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all the Law and Orders when they kind of did those crossover mm-hmm. episodes. Most of the seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Norman Lear shows mm-hmm. were yeah. backdoor piloted. Yeah. Anywho, it's what you call that uh, vertical integration. Of yeah. Uh, Welcome back to Backdoor <laughs> Podcast. Yes. Uh, this one covering uh, all backdoor pilots. All right. Uh, That'd be a cool shot, Brian. Yeah. What'd you think of this episode? You know what? Uh, <laughs> I this would have been a, a great episode if it hadn't just followed a terrific episode. Um, there are some things I loved about this. There's a few things that I thought were really heavy-handed. Uh, pandering to uh, Breaking Bad fans that we'll get to as we get to it. Sure. Um, I'd give it a B. It's like I said, it's a B episode, uh, mm. but man, last week's episode was so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody, just turn this off. Go back to listen to 
podcast from last week. Um, no, I'm just kidding. What do you got, Sam? Um, I also, I, um, I don't even know if I would rate it as a great episode, even if it didn't follow the one last week. I, I did. The first half of it, I kind of, I enjoyed. And then the second half, with the heavy-handed stuff, it just, mm-hmm. it was too much for me. And I, I kind of, it, it took me out a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was a little like, come on, this, don't do this to me. You were so good. Yeah. My goal. It was fine. This is getting progressively. Uh, So by the time it gets to me, it's just like, what did we watch? I'm uh, no, I'm pretty much uh, on in the same boat with you guys. Um, I thought it was, you know, it was solid. It was well acted. It was well made. It was a perfectly respectable hour of television. Did not have the. It sounds condescending because that's my voice, and I apologize. Um, It's not meant to be. Um, but that said, I just felt like it was, compared to last week, I definitely felt like it was missing something, and I definitely agree, agree with Brian. I felt like some of the stuff here was maybe a little bit too fan service for its own good, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. maybe one moment in particular, I just thought, kept waffling between, oh, that's neat, and mm-hmm. like, that was extraneous, you know? Yeah. Like, I get it, you're a prequel, guys, but yeah. come on. Yeah. Um there's definitely stuff to talk about, um, you know, but uh, and it's definitely a much slower paced episode that I felt than the last week. I'm um, going to put that uh, in the tagline for this episode. Yes. There's definitely stuff to talk about. <laughs> That'll sell them. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I didn't, uh, it didn't blow me away, but uh, it feels, feels like we're kind of going back up the roller coaster now and just we have to wait to get to the top again. Yeah. Okay. Um, it stunk. I'll say it. It was yeah. the worst. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it, I thought it was a good episode. But again, mm-hmm. yeah, it was... Uh, I felt it was disjointed. Uh, yeah. Oddly placed some yeah. things. Like, mm-hmm. just that bit about Mike that was just yeah. thrown it's, in there. Mm-hmm. And didn't go anywhere. No. And, yeah. Um, it That could have been I think that'll somewhere pay. else. That'll it pay will. off. For sure. For sure. Yeah, right. yeah, you but know it just it seemed weird to just put him in, plop him in and just like one little tiny bit. That's it. No Well, follow. we're back from the commercial. Is, Here's is, what Mike's been Is that to. a Dr. Warner from SVU? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say anything? That's yeah. weird. Well, yeah. well, especially since we had no Mike last week as well, like yeah. just plop him into this episode, like I said, is kind of, just structurally, it's kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. You know? yeah. It was it was a little, as, a, as an episode, just a bit disjointed. Um... So, and as you just mentioned, like seeing Tamara Tooney from uh, Law and Order, the Law and Order universe—that's who that was. Um, yes. yes, like anytime mm-hmm. they use an act, an actor or actress that you recognize, uh, but like they hardly even use them at all. You're like, oh, all right, well, this is going to be something an episode or two now from now. Like the Clea yeah. Duvall Doctor character, yeah, exactly. Yeah, from however many seasons ago that was. Yeah, mm-hmm. like now she's. He's making a phone. Uh, Chuck's making a phone call to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she at least had lines. Like she it's, just, it's just that she Warner. What is her name? Her the actress Tamara Tooney. Yeah, she yeah. didn't have any lines, yeah. and you just you, you pan past her, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's gonna say, oh, she's running this meeting. Oh, she's not running this meeting. And then you yeah. see her walking out, and you're like, yeah. she's gonna yeah. do something. Is she gonna do nothing? Okay, she just wasted her her day. Yeah. Why, why is she here? <laughs> right, exactly. She's taking extra. Put your some of the actor's shoes. Yeah. Like I, you know, I gave up a day. For yeah. this. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, like, just tangent, but not really. Basically, I feel like whenever you're watching a show that's not as good as Better Call Saul, I always 
um, I don't know if you guys get this as well, but like whenever you do spot someone and like they have like that kind of nothing to do, it's always like this weird moment where it's just like, okay, are they setting her up for something or is this show too stupid? It doesn't realize. <laughs> yeah, like they don't like know who, what they're what doing. They have. Yeah. yeah, you know. Have or do any of you? Uh, this is a plug within the podcast, but also a legit question. Watch the leftovers. We don't. Why? So you have a podcast? I do. Leftovers? It's called Reheated Leftovers. Yeah. Podcast. How can I find Ooh. that podcast? And, uh, well, in the right place, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> I have a habit apparently of putting them in the um, putting the podcast in the wrong feeds. Um, but there is. Uh, you watch the West Wing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Donna Moss. Yes. I can't remember her real it's real Donna name. Donna Moss. It's Donna Moss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is in the leftovers, uh, and. For most of the three seasons that she's in, no lines mm-hmm. and hardly any movement. Mm. Interesting. And we say from week to week on that on that podcast before she started, uh, possibly maybe you're not you know doing a little bit more. Um, that uh, holy shit, that's Donna Moss. You got Donna Moss there. How can you not have her do, do things? Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. It's like a the, the, Homer with that. <laughs> that one guy hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's going to do something, and you know it's going to be great. Uh, so the, the flip side of that, of course, is that we're a bunch of TV nerds. Yes. We so we yeah. recognize obscure actors and actresses from stuff. And we like in our head, they're way bigger than yeah. like, exactly. <laughs> like, oh man, that's Donna Moss right there. You guys know Donna Moss, right? Yeah. You guys right. know Donna Moss? You don't watch the show? Come on, right. you don't watch the show? Okay, it's on Netflix. Exactly, right. exactly. And sometimes you're just imagining that, yeah. just like, oh wow, you use this actor because like you really you're gonna do something special with them, right? And like right. if you were to ask the actor, it'd just be like, no, I just needed yeah. the work. You know, I'm like, a working I'm, actor. I'm a working actor. Take can't jobs can't afford people. to say no. You know. Um, you know what? makes me happy every time it happens uh, is when um, Allison Janney resurrects C.J. Craig. Oh, um, so great. Uh, C.J. Is it Craig? It is, it is Craig, Craig, but yeah. it's not spelled the right way. It's spelled <laughs> okay. the wrong way. What? Yeah. Uh, wow. As a person she, whose last name is Craig, I don't uh, appreciate how they spelled her last name. You have how the authority. Is it, how is hmm. it spelled? Uh, C-R-E-G-G. Ooh. That's Hmm. It's yeah, like spelled by a person who's only ever heard it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, this is probably how they spell it. Yeah. Uh, but every time she resurrects that character from, from West Wing, uh, especially in this political climate. Yes. Uh, I enjoy it. Anywho, back to the uh, West Wing podcast. Uh, <laughs> this one covering all of it. Uh, no, back to Mike and his support group. Um, what do you got for this? It's just like a freestanding scene, basically. Yeah. It just didn't really. I mean, um, you know, we see Stacy. Uh, that's that's his. Yeah, that's, that's, her, that's her name. And then we well, her we first we see her I talking, and then and then I go, "What is her name?" And Brian's yeah. like, "I don't remember." And yeah. then they went, "Well, what do you think about that, Stacy?" And we both went, "Stacy, yeah. out loud." <laughs> For three seasons on this podcast, I didn't know it, and I did the same exact thing, and made sure that that's what they said. From now, like three seasons into this, I made a special point to know her name. <laughs> I wrote down <laughs> Stacy with a question mark. Maybe she gave a fake name. Yeah. Weird. I in my notes, Stacy. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Anywho, but any anything to get from this? She's volunteered him to do some playground yeah. work. Yeah, right? what was that so, all about? I'll tell you what I think it's about. Um, in about two episodes, we're probably going to deposit a dead body into a pile of cement. Oh, yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Hmm. Or is um, that your? Gus. That's my. 
I'm gonna. I'm, no, I'm guessing that that's what it is. It's an educated guess. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. But, but we did see that Mike was a handy, a handy guy that he mm-hmm. did fix the door frame yeah. at Chuck's. Yeah. So he is good with. There was one scene in there which I thought it's probably a very telling scene. I just don't know what it tells. <laughs> is the part where she's talking about um, how. Mike and Maddie built this uh, garage or a carport, carport or something. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> and Mike had no recollection of this. And like, this is a story that Maddie told her over and over again as a as a cherished childhood memory yeah. of him working with his dad in the carport and putting his initials. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I, it was yeah a fun little he, character story. Like, I don't yeah. remember. <clears throat> and it was a neat shot to see all of the people. You know, like I'll give it. I'll give. The show that I complained about the episode, but the going around the entire room shot while she was talking. Yeah, yeah, that was that was, that was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Doctor, I wrote down Doctor Warner. Yeah. <laughs> and I, part of me is uh, maybe I'm just reading into it, but there's kind of an overarching theme I'm seeing in this episode specifically, but also I guess in the series and in Breaking Bad of kind of toxic masculinity. Oh, sure. And Mm -hmm. uh, this gruff Philadelphia detective uh, who will not show his emotions in any way Mm -hmm. is kind of being thrust into this this scenario where he has to be part of a group, uh, support group uh, therapy session, which I think is pretty interesting for him. Yeah. And uh, something we're going to kind of come back to later with the Nacho Hector stuff. Uh, it's kind of an overarching theme of yeah. toxic masculinity. Uh, and yeah. this support group, to be clear, this was for people that have lost a loved one? It's, yeah. It seems. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And Mike's there just to support her. Yeah. Because, he's not, again, he's not going to be... He's not going too voluntarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and I do appreciate, like, the, the, the character moment as well, that, like, you know, Mike... Over the past couple of years, we've seen, like, Stacy do some, like, curious things, basically, and Mike is very supportive of her. You know? I was just laughing because now she's Stacy. Yeah. Finally on this it podcast. It still doesn't feel right. right. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. She, does, she just doesn't yeah. feel like a Stacy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't. She so quickly know. went ran from uh, daughter Mike's in-law. daughter-in-law. Yeah, that's what I wrote down <laughs> first. And then underneath, Stacy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Always? Um, Did you yeah. hear this right. that's a, Mike. <laughs> but um, he's there, you know, and, I mean, obviously, you know, what what they're going for, through is, like, not for him, basically, you yeah. know? But, like, that's not the point. The point is he's there to support sure. his daughter-in-law, and, mm-hmm. and he's there for her, basically. And, you know, and, and he has this line where he just says, you know, if it makes you feel better at all, you know, then it's worth it or something like that, you know? Yeah. And, and it really seems to come from the heart. And I, I like the fact that they do that, but they still play true to the fact that Mike doesn't get anything out of this at all, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's too good a person to complain about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm definitely on board with with your thought that that's going to be a, a drop off point or dead bodies buried mm-hmm. there something yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. real good insight. Concrete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I think about that's when I see uh, concrete being poured. <clears throat> you ready to move on? You got any sure. other thoughts on this? All right, let's go over to Jimmy Chuck. Mm-hmm. Um, some some crossover bits there. So we're back in the courtroom for closing arguments. We're kind of going back and forth between Rebecca uh, uh, in the cab. Uh, and um, hearing the arguments themselves, the closing arguments from Kim. Like, mm-hmm. Jimmy spent three years aiding his brother, dropping everything to care for Chuck, and making the space blanket suit, yeah, yeah. Uh, getting paper from only the only stand that, that would carry it. Um, yet, and yet, 
That's another my cousin Vinny moment. Um, and yet, you were not wearing your prescription eyeglasses. Um, and yet, animosity still continued yeah. to yeah. grow. Yeah. Um, and we see Rebecca knocking. Uh, no one, and Chuck is just kind of cowering in a. Um, um, well, actually, yeah, he's kind of on the ground uh, of his uh, of his house, just kind of in a corner. Just cowering, I guess. Yeah, and I think he's embarrassed and yeah, overwhelmed sure. with his, you know, disease for coming back from electricity land, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Did any of you feel bad for him in that moment? I always feel bad for Chuck. Yeah. And I know the entire internet says, fuck Chuck. Fuck Chuck. I get it. But also, he's Chuck. a yeah. man with uh, mental yeah, illness. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a hard time uh, not feeling bad for him. Yeah, even though sometimes he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, right, because he is. But kind also, of an he's kind of an asshole. That's kind that's, of an yeah. asshole. He has the the mental illness, but that's not causing him to be an act asshole the way that he acts <laughs> yeah. to be the Chuck's asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chuck's yeah. Yes. for sure. Um, he's an asshole with a mental illness. Does this mean that Chuck is like the Skyler of uh, Better Call Saul? Where like <laughs> I wouldn't like, go that the part. whole internet is just like oh <laughs> awful and like you know because, you know we have to be like well. Or in Skylar's case, just like uh, shut up, you know, like it's yeah. way more complicated. Yeah, hmm, I, don't I know. think if uh, if Chuck were uh, a, a different gender, I think I think it would be a little. Well, that's uh, definitely true. I think the internet would hate him more. Yeah, and, and also I don't know, true. but they would also be quick to point out that's not the reason why. Because Chuck, <laughs> so, well, yeah. Chuck is also he is doing things to Jimmy as well. Like yeah. he's not yeah, he's true. not innocent in the entire scenario. He's working against you have him. to no. realize like like he does have this this thing, but he also is being an asshole. Right. Whereas yeah. Skylar wasn't. Yeah, know. like everything she did you could chalk up to basically, you know, a, a defense mechanism, yeah. like a very, very reasonable mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Whereas yeah, Chuck's actively going after Jimmy. Yep. That's yep. Good point. Yeah. So we go to uh, Jimmy's place, or no, or the office. Or the office. Yeah, yeah. The office. Uh, cham- uh, cham- champagne. 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 In Davis and Maine. Davis and Davis Maine. And Maine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll point out that it's very cheap champagne. Is it? Yeah. The champagne they're drinking is very inexpensive champagne, which will be uh, contrasted later when we talk about stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. We yeah. talk about mm-hmm. really good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so champagne, Davis and Maine mugs, knock, knock, knock. It's Rebecca. Um, and she is, this is where I think another thing, maybe you said last week, um, kind of comes out. Um, she, she tells, uh, Jimmy, Chuck is in a, in a rough spot and how, um, how are we going to get him out of this? I need you to come with me and help, uh, help him, help me to get in there. Something along those lines. Um, and, uh, he's like, ah, yeah. No. I'm no, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with him. Um, and she said, you owe it to him. I don't owe him squat. Um, and it's, yeah, it's true, because I do think you said it, Brian. Uh, Jimmy brought Rebecca me. into this whole thing. Was yeah. it? It was me. Was it you? Yeah, that I said that he brought him in. Okay. Or brought her in to take care of Chuck. After okay. We nice yeah. job, right? Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I am. Thank you, Samantha. <laughs> uh, Samantha, <laughs> we're the win. Uh, um... Jimmy brought Rebecca into this just to take just care of Marge Chuck. explained that. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> well done. Uh, and well, uh, uh, him bringing Rebecca was a two-tiered move. Yeah. Uh, 
One was to uh, aftercare for Chuck, but also to humiliate him. Sure. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I and to get him was... a little off his guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it worked. And it, it worked. It really did. worked like a charm. Um, yeah. Not my brother anymore. Um, I'm you know, not my brother's keeper. I wish yeah. they had. I guess I would have been a little too on the <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chuck is mentally ill. What's your excuse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Rebecca? Yeah. Um, this scene really kind of got to me, if only because, like, um, you know, we were just talking about flipping our sympathies a little bit, or, you know, at least restating our sympathies for checking everything. And I feel like both Kim and Jimmy, even though I'm still rooting for them for the whole episode, they do not come off well in this no, scene at don't. all, on purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, right down mm-hmm. to, you know, like the, you know, like, just imagine, and like, just imagine the scene that Rebecca walks into where they're like, you know, just kind of joking around basically as they're pouring champagne and celebrating and yeah. coffee mugs mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And like, she feels like she's been Duped. brought here yeah. on false pretenses, you know? And like, um, it's, it's always interesting when you get like a very, like a, you know, a, a bit for a bit actress for a bit role basically. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she really kind of conveys well how like, you know, this is kind of really repugnant how they're mm-hmm. coming, coming across. Um, yeah. And yeah. this show in Breaking Bad is always great about picking the perfect person yeah. for yes. those those smaller parts. Yes. Um, Anne Cusack, I think, is the actress's name. Yeah. Who is uh, Joan Cusack's sister. Of the Cusack. Oh. Yes. Of the Chicago Cusack. Thought, yeah. and, and John Cusack's sister. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought uh, she reminded me a little of Joan Cusack. She does, and yeah. And I'm like, oh, but that's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it really struck yeah. me, like, watching her reactions, where she's like, oh, she's very, yeah. you know, yeah, she's very, definitely reminded and me of her sister. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was a really, really bold move, you know, to, I, I, I like... Bring Rick, in a lesser Cusack? Um, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm, I'm, I'm good for any Cusack. Any, <laughs> any and every. Um, but I, I think what I really liked about that choice is, like, I like the fact that the show after last week's episode I like that they're modulating this very carefully so that you know Chuck's explosion on the sand was very explosive but like in a very in a very lot of ways this is not a victory you know like this is yeah. this is messed up you know and, yeah. I, and I like the fact that they're dealing with that head on you know yeah. but I, I still in a way like it is messed up but in a way, like, when you're thinking about what Jimmy sort of went through and that his brother's trying to take away his livelihood and yeah. all of that, you do sort of go, oh, yeah. And, and this is immediately after the court. So this is still a fresh wound. This is still, like, I can see why Jimmy almost wouldn't want to go over there. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because Chuck put him in that position mm-hmm. and yeah. made almost made him have to do that. To fight for himself. Absolutely. So, it's just, it's such a tough situation. Because it is his brother, but... Mm -hmm. I hope I never have to be my brother's keeper. (laughs) I don't want to do that. It's a little too... It seems like a real chore. Um, (laughs) They'll never hear this. They don't listen to this. But Uh, I'll let them know. I don't want to do it. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to uh, a little further in that storyline with following Chuck... Uh, Howard, Howard shows up. Yeah. Uh, with, do you know what that was? That was a, a 1966 Macallan, uh, 35 year old Scotch. It was yeah. in a box. It was, it was, it was in, a in a wooden box. box. Yeah, wooden yeah. box. That is yeah. roughly a two thousand dollars Scotch. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
bread bed, it's smooth as oh shit. Mm-hmm. It's insane to me. <laughs> I had a tw- we had a 25-year-old scotch uh, t- at a tasting once, and it was amazing. Was it really good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was only a $300 bottle of scotch. Imagine a so, $2,000 yeah. bottle of scotch. Yeah. yeah. You can taste that money. You can. You can yeah. taste the money. <laughs> and it tastes so good. I, can't, I cannot imagine spending that much on... No. I just, no. A bottle. Ah. A bottle. Because you're going to want to just be like, oh, I just want to drink some more. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. $2,000. <laughs> or you do the opposite. You're like, well, I, yeah. it's got to be a special enough occasion that I can yeah. drink this. And then, and then just never, any there. day never is do. never special enough yeah. to drink it. and just I, sits there forever. I feel weird about buying bread when there's still bread left. <laughs> like, waste that money. And that's like, like 99 you know? cents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this bread isn't molded. <laughs> 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 oh, but then we do put the year at 2001, by the way. The year of... Oh, oh the show. Are you, are, okay, yeah. great. The show is 2001. Okay. I'm not certain that that is the, the aging of the bottle. Oh, I think okay. that's how long it was in a cask for. Okay. So we're not talking about... Now we're we not might, sure We anymore. might have to do some more scotch research. <laughs> and we may have our, to buy some scotch. So we're going to need some of that budget. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, the Breaking Goodman budget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you get the petty cash out. Yeah. More like a breaking budget. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So moving on. Uh, Howard shows up with a very expensive box, box uh, bottle of wine. Um, scotch. Scotch. Uh, Chuck sitting at his desk. Um... I oh, know this is after Chuck Howard shows up, and uh, he finally gets Chuck to open up the door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes in. They chat about basically about moving on, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. mostly Howard talking for a yeah. very long time, and Chuck yeah. is just sitting there, yeah. kind of taking this. And this is where we learn that Jimmy was suspended for twelve months, mm-hmm. and and he's on probation. And Howard saying he's you know he's going to screw up. Yeah. So it doesn't, you know, yeah. matter. He's going to put himself back in in a situation. Yeah, yeah. and that was, uh, I, I guess, it makes sense that he wouldn't just get off scot scotch free. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, no, I apologize for all of these things. That <laughs> He's definitely scotch free. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't laugh so hard at these terrible puns. I think no. that might be the part. That it no, is. That's, that's what, we, no, they, they don't, don't mind the puns. puns. I always yeah. see the laughter as ironic. Like we know <laughs> this is bad. We just can't. I clearly just said I apologize for these terrible things I'm doing. Um, But yeah, Jimmy (laughs) being suspended for 12 months, learning that here, um, I guess that for them that is a win. Yeah, Yeah. for for Jimmy and and Kim, Jimmy specifically. Yeah, Um, it's a win for both sides. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but um, they were they were really celebrating. uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, I'm sorry, you were saying. Oh, um, so he, Howard just kind of keeps talking to him about how he should, um, get himself, like, get back out there and, and not, like, put his energy into the future. Yeah. And, um, he kind of said, held up the scotch and said, to new beginnings, and then Chuck finally spoke. Yeah. Let that long pause. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where he sat there and he's smelling it. He's he's getting the nose of the scotch. Yeah. I bet it smells so good. There was uh, <laughs> so smooth. Uh, there was one other uh, acronym that they threw out, which I tried to look up, but I don't think that it applies here. Um, Jimmy was suspended for twelve months. If he screws up his PP, if he screws up his PPD terminates. <laughs> this is. Uh, do you not remember us not knowing what PPD stood for? Yeah, for three episodes. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, so <laughs> I still don't know. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> okay, it's Stacy. All right. Um, uh, all right. So uh, um, to new beginnings. Yeah. I have here. Doubt it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, then, about a, and then an emoji of finger snapping. Uh, so I just wanted to talk about this scene just real quick, and um, this is just my thing, but I feel like this scene is actually one of the disappointments I had with this episode. If only because I really anticipated the dynamic between Howard and Chuck to have changed a little yeah. bit more than it actually did. Um, That's a good I, point. And I, I was really anticipating that, and I felt kind of let down by that because I felt like the story was really pointing in that direction sure. last week. And instead, Howard's very much... He's just regular old Howard. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I think I was just a, a little bit let down by that. I yeah. thought. It's funny you mention that. Yeah, I'm not sure, though, if Howard is just going to try to get him up on his feet in a way because Howard does he's, he's not, not a, a terrible guy yeah. no he's not so maybe no. he's just he knows that Howard or Chuck is in a really bad spot and just like okay let me just go kind of cheer him up True. and I don't know if even maybe Rebecca called him because we don't see Rebecca after the conversation maybe. with yeah. Jimmy and somebody's got to get in there mm-hmm. um to help him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe it's kind of a, well, we'll just deal with this now. Almost the same way Chuck did. I mean, I'm just speculating. The same way Chuck kind of did with Jimmy, where they were sitting there having that conversation after the whole tape recording confession situation. And they had this friendly conversation, even though it wasn't a friendly environment. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I buy it. Yeah, I didn't think about any of this. I was focused on scotch. <laughs> I was distracted a little by scotch. Uh, uh, yes, to new beginnings, uh, and then yeah. we le- he leaves, and there's like this um, dark, like the scene yeah. gets so like, dark with the handshake. Yeah. You can only yeah, see how it's cuffed and cuffing Oh my god, that was shot so well. Where I'm like, oh my, it must be a nightmare to shoot. Where you're like, I just need just enough so you can see what's going on. Yeah, but like. Uh, yeah, it's crazy how much like darkness there is in this show, and the yeah. show that takes yeah. place in the desert. Yeah. I feel like that's very <laughs> Breaking Bad was like that too. Yeah, uh, um, and then Chuck is uh, goes to his desk. Yeah, uh, and uh, pulls out that tape recorder. It's not what I thought he was going to pull out. <laughs> what did you think he was going to? I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to Bud Dwyer himself. Yeah. Oh. That's what he kept going. Nope, he's going to kill himself. Uh, really? Yeah, he's at his desk. I'm like, do people kill themselves at their desk? Wait a minute, he's sitting at a desk. He's going to kill himself. I thought he was going to bring out a $3,000 bottle. Uh, he's like, screw you, Howard. He pours the other one down and brings out the bottle. Uh, for non-Philadelphia, Pennsylvania people... Uh, you can Google our Budgewire, <laughs> but I suggest you don't watch any videos yes. uh, of it. Uh, Philly Comedy loves this guy uh, and his story. Um, <laughs> Throw a dark tale. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, that, I could see that that being uh, possibly happening. Um, but he pulls out the tape recorder, pops it open, and proceeds to uh, grasp a battery. Yes. Mm. yeah, And that beautiful shot of the... Uh, R- the Rayovac. Uh, oh yeah, rolls yeah. perfectly. So you see the label. How do they do that? Yeah, I don't know. Do I don't know. Took yeah. twelve shots. How do they yeah, do that's that? That's what I said. A bunch yeah. of times. Is Rayovac it a bunch of times? just soared yeah. through the roof. <laughs> uh, people buying some double A's. Oh, yeah. Those were D's, though, right? Um, it may have been C's. 
Yeah, maybe the seats. They actually kind of look. Seats, yeah, seats yeah. probably a little better. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a little more. Well, well these likely. are kind of like rare. I feel like. Well, they weren't nine these rolls. Yeah, no, they definitely because they wouldn't have rolled anyway. No, because no, then he could have just placed <laughs> it right in front of the camera, and it would have been nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just keeps kicking, like flicking it with his finger, <laughs> licks the top, like yeah. shouldn't do. <laughs> no. <laughs> No! <laughs> His head explodes. <laughs> oh, man. This is where five star reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's uh, it's Chuck sitting in a space blanket mm-hmm. uh, while it looked like a lamp was like shining on him. Am I am I right there? Well, I mean, he was reflecting so crazily that a. Uh... It's it, certainly. It looked like a like a like a powered lamp. A, a plug. Well, he's lamp. got that little. He had the lantern like that he brought. Right. But this shit. seemed like it was almost mm. like one of those um, branch lamps kinds of things with different lights mm. on it. I could be wrong. Mm. Probably mm. am. Moving on. Um, but he's there. He's kind of highlighted by the the lighting around mm. him. Um, looks like uh, sweating. Um, and walks outside <laughs> downtown uh, with this space blanket hooded up. Um, and uh, goes to a payphone, calls the doc. All those yeah. neon lights, yeah. downtown ABQ. Yeah, he has moments of uh, kind of being a little overwhelmed, mm-hmm. but overall, he he stuck it out as far as we can tell for the moment. Mm-hmm. But so, he is, yeah, he is getting like that buzzy, and they they did that shot, those shots again, where yeah. you feel the yeah the weirdness. Yeah, yeah, and he seems like he's getting really overwhelmed. Like he's just waiting for them to just just put her on. But what time? Like, what time is this? Like, is it she's, yeah, you know, like he just demands to get on the phone with her. Yeah, yeah. Just put her on. But he can't. She can't call him back. He doesn't have a phone. Yeah, she's gonna wait there. <laughs> um, more than any other moment, like on this show so far, I really felt like this is Chuck's like birth of the supervillain moment. You know? <laughs> yeah. Got the batteries in his yeah. hand, everything. Now he's walking down the street. Everything. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. I will triumph over my adversity yeah. in order to smite my enemy. You know, like gets caught in the tanning si- bed. Yeah, yeah. silver suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the space blanket. Yeah, the space blanket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you Comes think Dr. he's dead. Right, yeah. exactly. But then, like, he opens his eyes and like, I'm ready. <laughs> More space blanket than man. Blanket. Yeah, then his superpower is just uh, over-explaining things. <laughs> uh, Until then everyone just goes, okay, you're right, right. you're right. Here's Shut the money. up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call him the foil. <laughs> this would have been a fun, it would have been a fun challenge for the the uh, Better Call Saul uh, writing team to make every season a different genre. That would have been yeah. awesome. How fun would that have been? That would have been so great. But, like, keeping all the storylines in check. Oh, uh, well. Anywho. Maybe another uh, TV show. Any other bits on Chuck? I don't think so. Do we think he's up to something, or do we think he is trying to get over this psychosomatic... That was my question. Yeah, I, think I, he's, I think he's trying to get help so he can be stronger and better. I don't know. I, I feel like he's up to something. But I feel like he's up to something, yeah. too. I feel At first, I wasn't sure if he was... Um, uh, just trying to, like, you know what? I'm going to face my fear. I'm going to get yeah. over this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. grasp this battery. I'm going to lick a nine volt. Um, uh, but then he just went, used it to go to the doctor to more help. Um, so I'm not really sure. Uh, I do think that he's up to something, though. Like, I don't know what the fuck he'd be up to. Yeah. yeah. But On its face, I hope he's getting better. I hope so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. this must feel like asshole. rock bottom for him at this yeah, point. Because he, be. yeah. he never really got help for this 
this ailment as is. Right. Yeah. So, because he kind of just... Jimmy was there to take care yeah, of him. Yeah. Somebody took care of him, so he just did whatever, and this is just yeah. the way it was. So he never yeah. tried to even really... It doesn't seem like he tried to even get help for it. Yeah. But he also feels like Jimmy never got his comeuppance. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I think maybe he needs... He feels like he needs to get better to get back at Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Step one yeah. to, yeah. you know, like... I, I'm, this is a long con. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, th- that's the interesting thing because, like, Chuck is becoming more, I think, like Jimmy, I think, as the show goes on. And, like, <clears throat> Chuck has said m- multiple times how, like, he's really, you know, whenever he tries to lash out at Jimmy, he always brings up, like, the people that Jimmy ends up kind of crushing and, like, leaving behind yeah. in his wake, basically. And I feel like Chuck's kind of getting to this place as well. So much so that when he calls up... Um, the doctor, I, I forget her name, but Clea Duvall, basically, um, who we're going to see her again this Dr. year, hopefully. Cruz. Dr. Dr. Cruz, Cruz. Laura Cruz. Yeah. Cruz. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. my first thought was just like, "What's going to happen to her? Is she going to be like another Ernesto, where it's just like I've uh, used you, and like now, you know, I'm done with you." Like, mm-hmm. that Ooh, but what if it's it, because there is the 12 month timeline too, where he's like, "I have 12 months to do something." Mm-hmm. Do you know? Like, yeah. maybe that's also that he is. I don't know. Just trying to defend my theory that he <laughs> he has 12 months, and this is the ticking clock. So I got to go and figure this out and figure out how to live in this world like this. Yeah. So I can get back at Jimmy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also the the line yeah. we mentioned it last week. It's become relevant. Is that it could also just be what Jimmy said to him is like you're going to die alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no one's going to be around to help you. So it could also be some of that fueling him um, to just in the end. Uh, live yeah. <laughs> to just prove Jimmy wrong. You might be right, but I, I I disagree because I feel like this is Chuck's full full tilt like Ahab moment. Oh yeah, uh, I do think that uh, I agree with you. Uh, what you said earlier, Chuck's up to something. Yeah, but yeah. isn't isn't the greatest revenge just living well? <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> it is. Uh, Has it ever been true? <laughs> it will be in this instance. It's cool. like humanity's joke. <laughs> <laughs> Living well <laughs> is the best <laughs> revenge. That and imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Jimmy and Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in the uh, office. Oh, those two. Uh, Francesca, it's go time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's just calls to inform people that he's done for a year. Um, he's he's giving them just enough information, but then you keep hearing him say like, ah, no, you'll get all the letter. Yeah. It'll be in a letter, but don't worry about the letter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't even consider that too. But like, yeah, until the scene happened, where it's like, oh right, he has to call every single one, of every people single one, and tell him, you know, he can't practice law for a year. Like, yeah. can you even imagine? You know, like, ugh. yeah, poor uh, Jimmy is what I'm saying. And there was one call where he said. Uh, yeah, including the calico. I'm including the calico. <laughs> uh, which uh, I just thought was a fun detail. little, yeah, yeah, fun little detail mm. from before. Um, uh, and then he gets on a call, and you guys can uh, maybe explain this one to me a little bit with Mr. Yellowitz, mm-hmm. uh, a pilot. Um, he was, yeah. I, he saw this commercial mm-hmm. and said that he was a pilot on B29 and did 32 missions in the war. And um, he's saying, "Oh, when when did you see? It? Oh, I just saw your commercial." And that's when Jimmy, I think, kind of realizes that he still has commercials running and he had paid for all of this yeah. time. Yeah. And um, so he leaves the guy saying, oh, yeah, well, I'll see you see you soon. Yes, on TV. I'll see you soon on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he calls up KWBV 
uh, to tell them to pull the commercials because yeah. he, now he can't practice law, so this commercials are useless. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if there was more to that. Like, it definitely set up that need for the commercials to be pulled, but he seemed like he was a little more into what this guy was I, I think it's just because he was giving all the details from the commercial because we did see that plane. I mean, I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm not reading too much in, or not reading enough into it, but um, he he shot that. Um, yeah. The the false uh, yeah. uh, veteran in front of that right. plane. Okay. The bed- yeah. And the bed- yeah. yeah, that could be. So it. I think that's what it is yeah. that he was yeah. talking because I think that was a B twenty nine. I could check yeah. my other notes. I believe you're right. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, so that's why that commercial really touched this guy, and that's why he called, even right. though this was a lie to begin with. Like, he he pulled him in with the lie of this being yeah. a veteran. Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy was also off his game a little bit yes. with, these, with these calls, uh, getting nephews and yeah. nieces mixed up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, true, um, yeah. And this was a, a fun montage. Things. That was a fun yeah. montage. Yeah. Yeah. They always yeah. are. Um, the show does them so well. I love the way the show does them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can watch Bob Odenkirk on one side of a phone... Uh, for hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's good. Um, and then we are outside the office, and it's a discussion. Basically, Kim is oh, saying, right. like, eh, so who's going to tell her, kind of? Uh, mm-hmm. Francesca. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we should give her some some notice. Uh, and Jimmy's like, uh, no. Like, why, why, would we, yeah. why would we do any of that? And then it just moves on to, uh, and uh, what are we going to do with, with this place? You know, it's going to be cheaper to... Um, break the lease. Break the lease, yeah. Uh, okay. Then pay yeah. another 10 months or so of, of, of rent uh, for it. Uh, it's not going so well. Jimmy's just like fighting back on all of these. I will keep things. paying my half of the yeah. rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she, yeah, she's talking about all the overhead. And he's like, you yeah. want to give up on everything? And she says, it's not everything, it's just an office. Like, How long have they had yeah. this? Not, like a month? Yeah, two, very, yeah a month, very two months. Maybe? maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's been a lot less time than it even feels like. Yeah, um, yeah. To us. Yeah, she so, said uh, ten months on the lease. So it's going to be a year lease. So they probably had it's got to be about two ish. Two months. Two-ish, yeah, yeah. Because he uh, made month be, and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and he says something along the lines of uh, the day I don't show up with my half is the day we talk about closing this place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? Huh? I don't know. Yeah. And we'll he see. he also discussed how he was out. $4,000 for these commercials because he can't... Right. He already paid for these commercials. And he can run other ads, but he cannot sell the ad time to anyone else. Right, yeah. So he would be out $4,000, so he has to run something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what does he do? He goes to a... Carpet store. You know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Can okay. we back up for just one yeah. sec? Actually, um, something I that was really thinking of when watching it. Um, this is not the first time that uh, we've uh, fixed on the image of uh, of Kim and uh, and Jimmy outside their office, basically. You know, the the, back, that that back that, wall, that yeah. backlit, you know, glass wall and everything. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think that how and I can't believe why I didn't think about this the first time we saw that image a couple episodes ago. But I keep going back to like. If you guys remember the very, very first episode, the very first time we actually meet Kim, it's in the it's in the parking garage, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they're lined up like pretty similarly, yeah. you yeah. know, like and like the lighting's like very similar given like the change in locale and everything. And I could not help but think of like the, those Jim and Kimmy moments that we keep returning to this 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 season in front of that glass wall. Basically, they're so they're they're kind of so iconic in a way, in the way they're like really kind of visually. 
solidifying the idea of how in it together they are, you know, and how they're they're fighting each other's battles and all this kind of stuff. And like, I keep going back to that very first episode, which I popped on Netflix, you know, a little uh, before I got over here. Mm-hmm. I was just like. If you guys were foreshadowing that in the very first episode, you're amazing because yeah. that's amazing. You I know? just think they do their most of their deep talking and thinking like that, up back up against the wall, sharing a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're this is them being in it together and being how do we move forward? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's they did that several times in the parking garage, and yeah. then they've just now moved that that tradition and that routine. To yeah. in front of this glass wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we just need a uh, an object or a wall that Jimmy consistently punches or kicks. Yeah, something mm-hmm. he can kick yeah. Yeah. in that area. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting to me that they have these deep conversations side by side. Yeah. Uh, like they're they're in they're in it together. But they're facing but they're, separate. They, like they're, they're facing, not facing out. each other. Yeah, yeah. they're not yeah. facing each other. Yeah, that's. There's got to be some meaning there, right? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. I'm sure that means some. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think you know what that might mean, or if you have any ideas, you can always tweet at us at SRM Podcast. Or um, email us, email us, uh, srmpodcast.gmail.com. I think it's just the idea that their bond is so strong, they don't need to look at each other because they know what each other is thinking. Mm -hmm. It's an optimistic Mm -hmm. way of looking at Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) could be. Very optimistic. So he's at the the carpet store trying to convince people to... be in a commercial. Be in a commercial. Yeah, yeah. you guys, I, you you two belong on TV. You look great. Yeah, and, great uh, shots yeah. of carpet. Yeah, and, the bowling uh, carpet. And <laughs> then they, he ends up uh, like telling him this great deal that you get a, one commercial for a flat rate of eight hundred ninety five dollars, and this is really going to increase your your sales. And they think it's good. And they said, "Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna think and the about air, it. I'll throw in the airtime yeah. for free." So he keeps yeah. he's he's charging for the shooting of the commercial, yeah. and then he's putting in the airtime. So technically, yeah. he's not selling the airtime to the, anyone uh, else. We call it the toe in the water package. Yeah, <laughs> turns that on a dime. Yeah, yeah, toe in the yeah. water package. Yeah. But great. then he, uh, they said, "Okay, well, we're, we're gonna think about it." And he said, "Well, how long?" And he hmm. said, "Maybe a week." He's like, no, 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 I need, I need to know. Yeah. And you're like, well, why? And he goes, well, yeah. I need to know because I want to shoot this in the next 15 minutes. You're going to shoot a commercial <laughs> in the next the 20 <laughs> And, of course, they think that's ridiculous because yeah. anyone would. Yeah. Um, so then he very angrily storms out. The, t- the uh, college film crew is yeah. in the car. The boom mic's hanging out of it. It's this <laughs> tiny little car. Get in the car. In front of the massage uh, parlor sign. And uh, he's he's very frustrated. Oh, they don't want to do it. We keep going to all these people. And then the um, kind of dippy uh, makeup gal says, yeah. well, maybe you can make a commercial. Mm-hmm. And he's like, huh? Correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but hasn't she had good ideas before? I feel like she did at the at the, the school shoot. She might have said yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I feel like she said something there as well. Yeah, yeah but she did screw right. them. Uh, screw him up a little bit too <laughs> by by like correcting a uh, a lie he was telling. Okay, yeah. but I think she did have a good idea as well. Yeah. I can't remember. It was about a. He was born in. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He was born in England. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, maybe yeah, maybe you can make a commercial for commercials to make commercials. Yeah, make a commercial <laughs> for commercials. Yeah. So they uh, 
They kind of drive over to the TV station. Where there's a bunch of satellites, and he's trying to figure out how to make a commercial for commercials, saying, "Oh, well, I'm not a, I don't know, I'm a, I'm totally off brand here. I'm not a commercial guy. I don't, I don't know. Why don't you like?" He's getting everybody to try to say, yeah. "Oh, if you shoot your commercial today, I'll have it on air tomorrow." And yeah. and they nobody's doing it, and he's just kind of thinking about how to actually do this. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I liked in there was when he has the one woman uh, say it, um, <laughs> and, and he just pauses, looks at her like, weren't you president of the drama club? I was the treasurer. Yeah, treasurer. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they all stink. Uh, yeah. He's like, fuck it. Guess yeah. I have to Karloff this thing. Yeah. yeah. Karloff's yeah. such a great reference. <laughs> oh, that made me so happy. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, Jimmy, so he, he got a commercial booked. Um, uh, well, actually, that's, I guess that's it. Oh, yeah, he's, on, he's got yeah. on the phone uh, at Kim's apartment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, booking a commercial. Okay, we're going to shoot this tomorrow. It's going to take an hour. Also, as, a, as a, somebody who does video for a living, this whole thing fills me with so much anxiety. Yeah. We're just yeah. like, it's going to take an hour to shoot yeah. this thing and it's going to yeah. be on the air the next yeah. day. We're yeah. all like, oh my God, this is not enough. Yeah. And people who don't know what they're doing, it's going to take so long. Recipe for disaster. Oh God. Yeah. But, uh, so he tells him not to wear stripes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yomore. Yeah. yeah. I was, I, what is that? Uh, I, I don't, <laughs> I mean, it just, it, stripes, I mean, I don't know that actual term, but uh-huh. this, you know, I don't. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a French term. It's 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 an effect where um, there's too many um, like contrasting things back and forth that you look like you're vibrating. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Uh, and sometimes you do see it on shows yeah. where you're like, why did they put them in that outfit? Because you can see it moving and like yeah. shaking. It is that just like because weird... the way the camera picks up? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah basically like quite focused. Yeah, they're real tight stripes. It just it looks terrible. Okay. Yeah. I think, interesting. Welcome yeah. back to uh, Filmcast. Well, I also, th- I mean, it's interesting because I, I also think it's something that like used to happen even more often. You know, back like when obviously this would have been shot on video, this commercial, yeah. as mm-hmm. opposed to like now HD, or DVD, sure. like, HD yeah. and everything. It's it's you know it's it's different. So it's kind of like a remnant of you know how things used to be. Because you know, remember as yeah. we were just talking about, this is a period piece, yeah, and the person period on the piece. film or the the phone didn't recognize the reference. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's a yeah. film. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, don't wear, don't wear stripes. Don't wear stripes. Yeah, because you're more Um, and, uh, then... Kim walks in. Yeah. Uh, and he says, oh, you're sleeping in your own bed tonight. Things are looking up. (laughs) So I guess apparently she does sleep in the office, as we had seen in, uh, other, uh, episodes. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of asking what he's up to, and he's saying he's shooting a... I think he said, told her he's shooting a commercial, and yeah. he made a new commercial for commercials. Yeah. And so she goes, all right, let's see it. Yeah. And he was very reluctant. Yes. He did not want to show her, and she's like, no, no, Dad, come on. Like, yeah. Yeah. you got to see this. I don't care. And uh, he puts it on, and it is a Mr. Show sketch. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> Brian sent that to us uh, in our Breaking Goodman group chat, uh, which I didn't get to watch. There's so a lot of... There's, you, there's several uh, characters. It's really, it's just kind of in the style of a lot of fake commercials that Bob Odenkirk did on Mr. Show. Yeah. Uh, the Don Pratt commercial is a, a big one. Um, trying to think what other ridiculous characters he did uh, commercials for. Um, 
But man, it's right it just out really the felt yeah, yeah, where he's kind of yelling at the camera, Hey, you well, you yeah. would look great on TV. Yeah. You know what? You know, yeah, yeah, he's wearing a goatee and a hat and sunglasses yeah. and like really like, bad fake goatee. Yeah. yeah, he looks like an artist rendering of like a survivalist yeah. Yes. robber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. In fact, he looks a lot like the one Mr. Show character from the uh, the Ronnie Dobbs story, mm-hmm. uh, where he was a, a cameraman. And, uh, well, I mean, just go watch Mr. I got, Show. Yeah, I got a bone up yeah. on Mr. Sketch. Go watch Mr. Show. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Show. Yeah. Mr. So, Sketch. Yeah, I also he, got a bone up on what the fuck it's called. Yeah. <laughs> very cheesy commercial, very l- low rent, like ridiculously done and, uh, yeah, just him trying to convince people to do a commercial because if you shoot it today, it'll be on the air tomorrow. And it's got one benefit, your face. Like, he's just very, like, <laughs> yeah. hamming it up to Animated. people. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he said there were there was it was the video with the most star wipes in a row that uh, <laughs> yeah. most people have seen. And uh, <laughs> yeah. But he also, at the end, says, call me Saul Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. Instead yeah. of Jimmy McGill. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Kim is. says, Saul Goodman. Mm-hmm. He says, it's just a name. Yeah. It's like, and she just kind of... It's like Saul Goodman. Yeah. She she didn't know what to do with this yeah. information. Yeah, she seems yeah. very, very ambivalent yes. about the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's not... I don't think it's... I mean, it's a little shady that yeah. he's doing this, but it's also... I don't think that it's anything illegal. No, I don't no. know that it would be anything that could get him... Uh, of course, what, yeah. what the fuck do I know? Um, but I don't think it would be anything that can get him legally uh, with a bar and yeah. issues. Like, again, I don't know their, their thing. And I think in his mind, he doesn't want all of these people know him as Nina, Nita Will Call McGill. He yeah. doesn't want to ruin that, that right. because right now he's yeah. going to become a lawyer. Jimmy McGill is going to be a lawyer and an, an acting lawyer in 12 months. Yeah. So let me do this thing as Saul Goodman. Yeah. So that way I, I don't, I don't, you know, dirty up that water. Yeah. The title of the episode is Off Brand, mm-hmm. and he even says that. Uh, yeah, he he recognizes as he's doing this, um, as he's kind of rehearsing, like, no, nah, this is, I can't do this, this is off brand. Um, and Kim says a little later on, what do you, what do you, did you give me Jimmy? Like, you do give me Jimmy? Yeah. No, 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 yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, Michael? And, well, and I was just thinking, too, like, we've been speculating, like, for know, two years now, like, how are they going to introduce Saul yeah. Goodman? And it's been referenced before, you know, but mm-hmm. this is really the birth of Saul Goodman here, really in a very big way. Yeah. And I did not see it coming, actually, the idea that Jimmy was basically going to give birth to Saul Goodman as a way to kind of protect, you know, his... Jimmy McGill. His actual... Yeah. 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 Um, and I thought that was very, very interesting and kind mm-hmm. of like... I feel like we're probably going to do a, maybe a bit of a split personality, Jekyll and yeah. Hyde kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, the Saul Goodman thing gives him the license to like write more and more and he keeps trying to protect Jimmy McGill but at some point Jimmy McGill's got to go basically yeah I mean now it's like to the point where we I'm kind of curious how this plays out if he ends up pursuing if he ends up having to just be Saul uh, Saul McGill uh, Saul Goodman um, do we know from Breaking Bad I don't remember if he 
didn't have his... He, he was Saul Goodman, and he was illegally licensed. Yes, yes. So he, he said yeah. he changed the name because he thought people would trust him more if they thought he was Jewish. <clears throat> yes. yeah. Because he when when uh, Walt came in, right? Was it Walt? Yeah. Or so he said, oh, yeah, oh, I'm Irish, too. And my real name's James <laughs> yeah, yeah, McGill. Yeah. I just, I, I go by Saul Goodman because people want a Jewish lawyer. <laughs> You're saying Irish just reminded me of him, like, in the dumpster being his own. Magic flute. Yeah. Uh, so he could still, he, he could have got, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, but he is Saul Goodman mm-hmm. out of necessity right now. Yes. Um, and I guess he just kind of rides that, yeah. rides that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll, we'll, see. Sure. we'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll, yeah, see. We'll, we'll see. There's, yeah. Okay. I don't right. think it's going to be that, uh, yeah. as cut and dry as that. Yeah. All right. So, I thought it was um, very meaningful, too. I mean, since the very first episode, again, go back to the first episode, you know, is, um, you know, Gene watching old Jim, Jim Gill commercials. And I like the kind of symmetry of, like, Jim, uh, that uh, Saul Goodman was basically born, you know, as he was watching a commercial, you know, his own commercial, you know, <laughs> yeah. with Kim, you know. Yeah. Basically, I, I kind of like that symmetry. I think that's yeah. neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Going to move on to our. Uh, oh, before we move on, we should point out that uh, I think we kind of mentioned this, but Jimmy and Kim are not on the same page in any scene. No, no, uh, yeah. including this l- last scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very ambivalent. Yeah, uh, it seems like a bad idea. Yeah, uh, it seems like a very poorly produced commercial. Yeah, yeah, uh, they are not seeing eye to eye. Yeah, yeah, and the goldfish is in a tank. Yes, yes, the bubbler. yes. I yeah. love the fact that he kept the goldfish. Yeah. yeah. And though I will say, I mean, I love... The commercial is ridiculous. But as this show, I don't know if it was too much. Does that make sense? No, that, that makes total sense. Where, yeah. like, like, at that point when I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, it's getting a little hokey. Like, I, immediately after it stopped, I went, was this Mr. Show? Like, what was that? Yeah. yeah. Like, it was just... It was so ridiculous. that. But I enjoyed it as, like, a comedian and as somebody who enjoys Mr. Show, but... I feel like it was a little... It just kind of went right over that line that they're kind of teetering on, where I'm like, oh, this is getting a little silly. Yeah. Well, was it bigger than the Saul Goodman commercials? It was. It was. was it? it was. Yeah, because it was... It, the Saul Goodman commercials feel more real, if that makes sense. They do, yeah. Um, well, you know... I mean, from, like, Breaking Bad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I um, I feel like, I mean, they, he, there's even a, a line where it's just like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different setups, honestly, in that commercial, you know, basically there's a lot of, and like there's star wipes and everything. Yeah, and he says wipes. like, you know, I don't think he, you know, you know, the guy at the editing thing, wherever, basically you said he never saw so many star wipes in his life. Yeah. And like, I get it from like a, you know, just kind of, you know, maybe I should, I, I maybe he's overspending his energy, like lack of confidence kind of thing. But like the same thing, I was just like, if you're pressed for time and if you're Jimmy, wouldn't you want to do the simplest commercial yeah. possible? Like, why are you doing all these setups? Like, all these like edits? Like, why why are you doing this? You know, yeah. it just it, it it seems maybe a little bit unbelievable for where he's at yeah. and the, the resources that he has. You know, yeah. yeah is it Jimmy weird. editing or is it the Dum Dums? I, I think, think it's the Dum Dums. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's yeah. The, the, well, I don't know if they're dumb. Yeah. They're just college students. Yeah, yeah. All college. They're students just dumb. learning 
Yeah. yeah. Well, they did know? a great job in the previous commercials. I, yeah. I, I made worse films in college. I mean, it's not a big Although I didn't really resonate, basically, when they decided to film it in, like, that huge bank of, like, uh, satellite dishes yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, because when, when you don't have a permit, you're just like, where are we going to shoot today? Oh, they'll never find us in here. Let's yeah. go in here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just do it as quick as we can and yep. then get out. <laughs> uh, Michael was right. At the top of this podcast, there's certainly a lot to talk about. Yes. Um, we are... Coming in. Yeah, we sorry. Are, we, are, we are doing exactly that. We, we are going we, to wrap up... We got up some time, right? Whoever's with, listening. Yeah, hopefully, guys. Uh, if not, pause. Come back. Um, with Hector and Gus. Mm-hmm. Um, Nacho. Uh, Hector, well, yeah. The, the Hector slash Gus slash Nacho, for sure. Um, Hector's making coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, nice little, nice little yeah. pour shot. Yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. beautiful pour yeah. shot. Yeah. It's uh, very Breaking Bad pour shot. Sits behind and watches Nacho, who is handling things alone since mm-hmm. Tuco is in mm-hmm. uh, is in prison. He's getting all the um, cash. And he's getting the cash. Rolling it up. Rolling which it we were yeah. told not to do. Don't want it that Throw way. it in a bag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, toss it in a bag. Uh, and then Crazy 8 uh, pops, pops mm-hmm. in. Still looking... Uh, like his kind of shy, kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of mm-hmm. shy, kind of clean cut. Yeah, um, and uh, he's I thought he's just kind of like making small talk. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. with with him. Hey, how's your day? And you see Nacho yeah. just kind of like, all right, I'll, like I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll deal yeah. with this. Uh, My dad's bringing the Corolla. Yeah, yeah. 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 but he talks about he asks about his dad, and I do think that that's kind of important for, for sure. the end scene. Yes. That how Nacho, uh, how Crazy Eight talks to Nacho about his dad because it almost seems like maybe they went to high school together or they were friends previously. Maybe they knew each other's parents in mm-hmm. that sort of. Yeah. Scenario, very possible, and yeah. that he is trying to be trying to distract him from the fact that he's a little light, but he yeah. also, I think, is genuinely trying to be friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And both their dads uh, are small business owners, yeah. right? Yeah, his dad owns Tampico, Tampico. Mm-hmm. and and Nacho's dad owns the upholstery. Carpet. Yeah, the uh, yeah the car upholstery store, uh, and we see the difference because this is one of the first times where we see another kind of transaction like this. Um, one of the previous times we've seen it like this was with, with Tuco there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Tuco doing most of the talking, which yeah. is still very little talking. Yeah. Uh, and not, and just being very, very intimidating the entire yeah. time, whether he's talking or not talking. Um, whereas Nacho is giving in to the yeah. small delays yes. of, uh, uh, of the business being uh, a human, is being really... a human being, <laughs> uh, he's getting into his, the his uh, bleep only flaw is <laughs> yeah. being human, yeah. uh, and uh, that's his um, his hero weakness. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. How's your day? <laughs> and we see like as he's flipping through like these big fives, yeah. and big tens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so he, he's he's going to be pretty light. Um, it looked light too when he handed it. Yeah, to he's him. making small talk. Uh, Hector. Uh, and you see Hector just back there, just kind of getting the a little paper. uneasy, yeah. 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 flipping him a little bit. Um, and he says, uh, "I, you can you can cover or something like that. You, you should have covered more. And like I did everything. I yeah. basically I gave basically you my said, share. My share. Yeah. Uh, I gave you all I could. Um, and then he leaves. And Hector, uh, who works for who? Uh, yeah. And just with that, there's a little pause. Look back." And then he goes out and basically grabs, uh, drags him in, and then they they Tarantino it, where you just hear this horrible thing going on. You're like, oh god, oh no! (laughs) And Hector is just sitting there, completely unfaced by the horribleness that's going on. Yeah, 
behind him. That's yeah, so bad for Nacho in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, really clear that it feels like just like, you know, like, just like this life's not, maybe not really for him. Yeah. It feels like he really did not want to be yeah. doing mm-hmm. this. And now he's just kind of stuck in it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Didn't quite big picture the whole thing that yeah. if, if Tuco's not there, yeah. he's going to be the guy. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't want to be the guy because yeah. he's not, he's, he's not, not the, a bad person. He's not that guy. Or yeah. he, yeah, he wasn't before. Yeah. Um, Nacho is uh, sewing, sewing carpet. Um, he's well, he's a little uh, distracted. Upholstery, uh, upholstery, car upholstery, car upholstery. Um, and uh, he's a little distracted, mm-hmm. um, and he just kind of stitches his uh, his that area where his I'm hands, pointing between yeah, my the, finger and my thumb. Whereas, yeah, pushing it through, and it just goes right into the sewing machine. But he also almost doesn't even doesn't even when flinch. it hap- happens, yeah. he just yeah. kind of stops looks up, looks and down. then looks at it, yeah. and then takes the needle out of his hand, which most people would probably oh, curse right. or scream sure, or yeah. something. Yeah. So uh, it's this, a little disturbing. Yeah, this beating is uh, is taking a bit of a toll on yes. him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I also felt for this life. I don't know if it was also it, uh, for a moment there was a little reminiscent of. Um, it's one of the final episodes of Breaking Bad uh, when Jesse was kind of still locked up and he was having that fantasy mm-hmm. about creating the box. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that it reminded me a little of that, of him like kind of working with his hands and creating a thing. And there was mm-hmm. like the the, picture, the shots of their face. I don't know. It felt like that a little bit until it got but, real. Until it got real. Really, yeah. Until it got, yeah. Lips. I was going to put another word there, but you're right. The period ends at the end of real. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Then there's a Pollo Hermanos truck um, pulling up, uh, and we follow it a little bit. Uh, then there's some work being done pulling out the false bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is surrounding those... Um, the secret spices. Secret spices. Secret, yeah, yeah, I figured it was like some it's kind like of spices. Like hot pepper, so yeah. that way it distracts the dogs. The dogs, for sure, yeah. That was a yeah, for sure. uh, last night. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you put all that hot pepper in? For the dogs. Yeah. For the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would be super, yeah. super strong. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Is so good. It's really good. God, he's such Pepper. a good drug smuggler. He's and good at what he does. He's so good. And, he, and he's still good at running a restaurant. Yeah. This guy is like... This guy's great. a lot of hats. Yeah. He's just one of those people who are like, how are you so good at everything? I don't understand. Uh, so he's very focused. Yeah. Nacho is uh, picking up for Hector, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Don Hector, um, and uh, they're having a little bit of a little bit of an argument uh, with guns out uh, because Hector or uh, Nacho is trying to pack six. Yeah, and apparently he's only was told that it was he's the agreement to was five. five. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason this is happening is previous episode uh, Hector. Was the previous episode? Two, mm-hmm. two, two episodes. episodes. Two episodes. Yeah. Hector um, kind of uh, strong arms Gus into yeah. helping him big time move move things. Um, so uh, they make a phone call, and uh, we see Gus for just that one moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh no, no, that's not true. That's, we see him on the phone, yeah, because yeah. um, he's he's a little bit out there. Um, give it to him. He just says, "Give yeah. it to him." Uh, then, <laughs> well, is there anything him. else there? Um, I, I just, it was interesting to see Nacho kind of doing this. I feel like it's that sort of almost cry for help of just, I don't care anymore. So either I'm going to see how far I can push this and what's, you know, what are you going to do? Kill me? Who cares? Like, like he's just kind of asking Mm -hmm. for someone to hurt him in order to almost stop him. I don't... he, yeah, he didn't seem phased at all. He's just yeah. like okay with whatever might happen. Yeah, 
Which, uh, yeah, is, is a little disturbing six. again because we yeah. do think, like, I mean, in previous episodes, Nacho did seem a lot more level-headed. Yeah. Um, and then we see, uh, we go to Gus, who is checking out a pretty familiar yeah. facility. Yeah. I, I got it from the first shot, too. I was yeah. seeing the laundromat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was like three seconds. Checking out a pretty familiar facility. Yes. Uh, walks outside, revealing even more. This we know this place. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then uh, goes into a car to the passenger side. And the way that they shot this again, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, there's Someone it was a slow here comes, re- slow here reveal. comes a reveal, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. slow reveal uh, to yeah. Lydia. And Lydia. I went, oh come on, that's yeah. what I said out yeah. loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't so know much because I guess it does make uh, she's the one who got them the bee meth. The yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense, but it just bothered me. Yeah. And no. I don't know if it's just because there's too many Breaking Bad yes. references I, in I, this episode, I think so, or yeah. if it's just because I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that right now. I don't need to have Lydia introduced. Yeah. Well, it makes a contrast to like the way Huel was introduced last week, where it was very very organic to the yes. story. Mm-hmm. Where this was just felt like, eh, get yeah, it? that's it's what Lydia. I felt. Like I was getting you know? elbowed, yeah. and I just didn't like it. Like I yeah. just went, it, come on. Yeah. Please. It was very uh, like the big reveal of Poyo. Hermanos yes. in mm-hmm. the earlier episode where they where zoomed just, down like dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we all yeah. know we yeah. get it Okay, uh, Lydia, I don't care. It, it's it's double trouble for me because, like, you guys can tell me to get out after I say this, basically. I, okay. But, like, Preparing. when Gus is, like, wandering around the laundromat, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't really care. You know, like, that's... There's like, that, too. It, yeah. It's like, that. That's I don't need to know when he bought the building or all yeah. that. Kind of, like, that just felt like... <laughs> Uh, I, just, I just don't really care. And when I was on board with it, I was fine with him being in the laundromat, but it was the Lydia thing. I yeah. just like... Yeah. If I may, uh, I think it's very relevant to the story that's going on. Mm-hmm. Hector uh, is strong-arming him mm-hmm. to bring things across the border. Yeah. Uh, Hector is his main competition, even though they're all going to Don Eliado, right? Uh, so if he can set up shop here... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's he true. cuts out a lot of stuff. So I do think it's relevant okay. to the current story. Yeah. That's fair. Though the revealing Lydia. of those things yeah. was yeah. a bit heavy-handed yeah. for sure. Yeah. And you know what? I'll just, you know, say and this is this this is just my thing. It's stupid and everything, but you know what went through my head? I was just like, the actress who plays Lydia, I was just like her name is Laura Fraser, I think, and she's Scottish. So I was just like she got on a plane for, for that. that. <laughs> to sit in a car, you know, for two and seconds. And it just like, annoyed us. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to say also, and you can tell me to leave after this, <laughs> uh, although it was heavy-handed, enjoyed seeing her. Sure. And liked mm-hmm. the moment. Yeah. I don't think I enjoyed seeing her. I was not annoyed in the least. Oh, I was annoyed. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, my immediate thought was, oh, they're really stepping on the gas now, get, ramping up to Breaking Bad. Like, everything uh, is happening yeah. very quickly. Yes, yeah. uh, that's that, that was my thought, too. Like, it's starting to feel like uh, we're, we're doing five seasons. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, at any point, they may say, you know what, make it four. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just moving yeah. everything. Yeah. run out of quickly. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, it has a very big, like, here it comes, here it comes, flashing lights. Yeah, I really would not be surprised if there's an <laughs> announcement after the season, like, this. you know what, this is going to be the final. Final, fourth I would, season. I wouldn't be surprised. You would be surprised? I would not be surprised. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. Great. Or they do that thing where they split it up, where it's like, well, it's four seasons, but it's like half a season and another half a season. AMC does that all the time. Bogus. Yeah, that's a bogus They love doing that, though. They love Um, it. 
So we got Lydia. Oh, what do you got? Oh, we're already running long anyway, but actually, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they committed to that so much, actually, that, like, I think when, like, the DVDs came out for, like, Breaking Bad, it was just, like, the fifth season and then, like, the final season. And it's like, oh, so it's the sixth? Like, no, it's not. It's like, I don't understand. Bogus. You're just trying to get my money. I get it. Bogus. Um, Okay. So, um, so what happened? I took five. And then one more. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, did it? Did he? So we, did we he find himself? out. Yeah, we also find out that Hector didn't ask for that sixth one at just that point. So we, yeah, yeah, Nacho was just doing out. it yeah. willy nilly and just kind of all right. You know what? So Fuck, wait, was that what happened there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that Nacho. This was Nacho yeah, did this was just stuff? all Nacho's oh, idea. Okay. He that took cause, initiative. Yeah, because Hector's just because like, uh, it comes up that like you know they had a gun on him and Hector's like they had a gun on you. And then it was just and and who else is in the room? Oh, uh, it was the other guy with the ponytail. Yeah, but yeah, but he basically just says like, yeah, but you know, like you know, but Nacho basically tried for a sixth one essentially. So like, yeah. it's kind of did he say understand. that? Yeah, because he said yeah. I took I took five and then I just took one more. Yeah, okay. So like he did that on his own okay. to just I think test the waters and basically. just kind of I think almost put himself in a dangerous position because okay. he yeah. wants to feel something right. in a way. I buy right? It. Yeah. I mean, yeah, is that I, that I, kind I of weird? That is exactly yeah. Think, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Something. I just misheard slash misread the situation. Right. I thought it was Hector asking him to happen to to do that. He no. he when it happened, he claimed it was for Hector. Hector. Right? Yeah. Hector, okay, got it. Okay. Um, did he piss himself? <laughs> um, Hector, yeah, so Hector's... Te- uh, there. Nacho, okay, got it. <laughs> Hector asking about Nacho's business. His family business. His family business. His um, uh, And he wants to... He wants to use Nacho's dad's business as a, as a front. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so... He wants to start to try to match the abilities of Hector... Or of... Uh, Gus. Gus. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the smarts. He doesn't have the finesse, the distribution. He also doesn't have the understanding, which Mike has brought up in the past, Gus has brought up, and I feel like Nacho understands, is he, Nacho says about his dad, he's not in the business. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's all the, the sort of the rule, the Omar rule, like, this guy is completely out of the business. We're not dirtying up his business yeah. with this drug deal. Like you can find someone else who's interested in this, but you're not going to bring someone into this business yeah. because you just think it's convenient. Yeah. And and Hector has that problem where he, you know, mm-hmm. he will kill anyone. He will he doesn't understand that, you know, yeah. like there are rules to a game. No, he doesn't respect no, boundaries. He doesn't right respect boundaries. Boundaries. He doesn't have the the light touch when mm-hmm. necessary that yes. Gus has. No. Uh, and he's just like, "Yo, You'll talk to him. It'll it'll be he'll fine. Make a lot of money. He'll make a, he'll make more money than his his little carpet car carpets or whatever he says. Mm. Um, uh, and then he gets a phone call. Uh, Tuco, if oh. you can be, uh, if you can believe this, <laughs> uh, Tuco um, Salamanca got into a fight uh, and then also uh, smashed a guard in the face. Apparently, yeah, broke his like jaw. <laughs> broke his jaw uh, and likely extended his. Stay. His jail time, yeah, um, which makes Nacho more necessary. Right. Yes, um, locks him in even more to yeah. this, so that's unfortunate for him too. Mm-hmm. And now with this added pressure of Hector on him to turn his family business, yeah. uh, which he clearly does not want to do, yeah. uh, into a front, um, 
We, uh, yeah, Nacho, we're looking for a turn from Nacho, I, mm-hmm. I, I think. So, but, yeah. uh, heck, there's the moment. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just about to say, I love Hector's reaction, too, to learning about Tuco. Yeah. It's like, you know, he, mm-hmm. he flips out, basically. He, fl- like, he flips, he, literally. He literally flips yeah. out, yeah. And it's just like, and he, you know, he, he says, you know, all he had to do was just stay in there for a year. Now he's never going to get out. I, I just <laughs> love the way he says, now he's never going to get out. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, he loses it, uh, overexerts himself, and uh, mm. needs those um, good, good TV pills yeah. that just work like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, they work. Um, I need my pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I need um, You just got to, as soon as it hits the tongue yeah you are good yeah um and uh one pill one pill falls um <laughs> nacho uh catches it which i'm sure he's so he going covers to covers it yeah with his foot yeah, so yeah. He, hector doesn't pick it yep. up yeah uh which i'm sure he's gonna take yeah. that and find out maybe what it's yeah or put something else in it some stevia some stevia in it aka stevia. ricin yeah uh yeah that makes that probably makes yeah. more sense i think he's gonna so. put something in it like here yeah. i'm thinking like oh he's gonna take it to a doctor mm-hmm. who's gonna find <laughs> out or he just takes everything out of it and then you know he doesn't have the instantaneous thing tv yeah. pills they know oh that's a good idea yeah that's too you empty it out like gel cap yeah so then you get no medication Nothing, so there's two yeah. ways to do it, but I feel like oh, the that one, would be smart. That would be smart. But the yeah. one I think, I think that might be more risky because he could just take another pill. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stevie. I found this yeah. scene. Stevie. I found this scene too much. I thought it was too dramatic, and I thought I, I didn't. I the, oh, I need my pills. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. it just because right before this happened, when he was Hector was talking to Nacho. It almost started like sounded like he was slurring his words a little, and I went, "Oh my god, is he gonna have a stroke right now?" And it was so subtle. And then all of a sudden, he goes into this fiery thing where he's throwing things, and I'm like, "Oh come on, now that's gonna bring it on." I get it. Yeah. Like I, I thought that it was, it was going to be this subtle, natural, normal thing, the way normal people would have a stroke, yeah. instead of oh, he's gonna be flipping tables, and of course that's what would cause something like that. Yeah. But like. That's a good point. Yeah, like it that really irked me, and then yeah, the just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought it was too much. Yeah, say what this you was, want. This was strike three in the. Uh, uh, I still might have been strike two in the episode. But I still think he's going to take that pill yeah. to a pharmacy. <laughs> ask what it is, uh-huh. and then plan a uh, plan a way around whatever diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should take the pill to the Hector vet. Hector has like yeah. like fill it up with like you know dog heart medicine, or yeah. he so takes it to Doctor Warner. The coroner uh-huh. from SVU, uh-huh. and she yes. might actually be able to run these tests, mm-hmm. and that's why she's there. All of these are better. Makes uh, sense. And the, <laughs> the tracking down what kind of pill it is <laughs> and what it treats. He should take out a commercial. He should talk to Jimmy. Ooh, take out yeah. a commercial where he basically just gets on the air and just says, "What pill is?" Yeah, this? reads the reads a little number on the pill yeah. and gives a description. <laughs> Have you and seen Somebody this pill? might be able to tell him what kind of pill this is and yeah. what it's for. Mm-hmm. This pill in your house, if you have it, and what's it, it for? It Call eight eight eight. The very next day at three twenty. Call six two four eighty eight eighty eight. Um, is that Alan Rothenberg? <laughs> the yeah. injury lawyer. The injury lawyer. Is Call six two four. Literally an ad we just put in the episode. Uh, free promo. All right. Uh, if you're out there and you've been uh, hurt. Call Alan Rothenberg at 64. All right. Any other thoughts before we wrap this marathon up? (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm just, I I don't know. I I just hope they kind of 
pull it together next episode. Yeah. I have very high standards, yeah. and I need them to meet them. Yes. That's yeah. it. This is all I live for. This is it. You hear that, yeah. Gilligan? It's true. <laughs> true. Gilligan. You're There's on no notice, reason. Gilligan. There's no reason to get up in the morning, Vince Gilligan. Yeah. Please. Yeah. This is all I have. All this right. is why we still have cable. Brian? <laughs> yeah, right? Michael, any final thoughts? Um, yeah, no, I, I, you know, hopefully next week will be better. I didn't think it was a terrible episode. Just, you know, not as tight as yeah. it could have been. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what next next week brings. Mm. Okay. I'll probably watch it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, we'll talk about it. Um, Cool. Then, uh, Brian, what do you got coming up? Uh, June uh, 16th and 17th at Fit, uh, Secret Pants is uh, pulling out all the stops and doing some sketch comedy that we don't normally do. Cool. Uh, Friday the 16th at 10.30. And uh, this is at Fit. And Saturday at 9. This is at Fit. Comedy Theater. Fitcomedy.com. Something, something Samson. Yep, 2030 Samson Street. I am also in that. I don't know. I feel like I'd like put in some stops instead of pulling them out. Um, <laughs> and I'd also like to wish a happy birthday to Pat O'Keefe. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh happy birthday. Friend of the podcast. Yeah. Pat O'Keefe. Mento. Yeah. Uh, Michael. Yes. Uh, so I have, uh, you know, reviews and stuff at uh, watercooler.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just mm-hmm. posted an article... Um, uh, just the other day, uh, it was an interview with uh, Frank Conniff and Trace Ballou, um, both uh, vets of Mystery Science Theater. Uh, they have their own production, actually, that they're doing right now. They're doing a live performance uh, going all across country called The Mads Are Back, where basically they're kind of taking movie riffing but kind of doing their own thing with it, basically. Cool. They are going to be at the <coughs> Colonial Theater in Phoenixville this Saturday, uh, May 20th. Uh, so I will be there for that, but there's an interview for them up at watercooler.com. Awesome. Movie reviews as well. Um, they did Guardians two weeks ago. I'm probably reviewing Alien Covenant this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which is totally a movie. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just kind of doing doing my thing there. Cool. I also saw, uh, this is, I guess, an outside plug, but the Mystery Science Theater crew is going to be going on tour. The new crew is going on tour as well, yes. yes. They're going to be at the Philadelphia, or um, Keswick. they call it Philadelphia, it's not Philadelphia. I know, it's, it's in Glenside, yeah, it's I think. it's in Glenside, yeah. Uh, called the Keswick Theater. Yeah. Uh, so Twice if you like MST3K, check it out. Yes. Uh, this is Mike, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Mike Marbeck. Uh, you can check out uh, everything that we do at watercooler.com. I've really got to mess up myself with this pen. Yeah, I do that every, every week. Every, uh, every week. week. <laughs> I'm yeah. covered in ink. I don't uh, know why. You can check me out live uh, every Monday at the Philly Improv Theater, Fit Comedy, uh, 2030 Sansom, doing the Seltzer Hour uh, at 9 p.m., which is improv uh, with a great cast of people every single week. And I uh, think that will do it uh, for this week. Um you can tweet at us at SRM Podcast and email us any of your thoughts, SRM Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for, uh, for the chats and thank you all for listening. Happy birthday, Pat. Happy birthday, Pat. Bye. Bye.